Okay, man, some news came across my timeline the other day that I'm, I got to tell you, I'm just not sure how I feel about it. So I wanted to bring it to you and make maybe you can kind of coach me through this because I, I need a little help. Okay. Did you see the news that just came out? And I guess it's I guess it's coming out here pretty soon, but they are doing a sequel to a Christmas story. You know, and, and yeah, and everyone, everyone that's listening right now is going, oh, God, that that damn movie that plays for 24 straight <laughs> hours for like two weeks straight. It's unbelievable around Christmas time how much play this movie gets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did see this and um, tell me your thoughts and talk me <sighs> off the ledge, please. OK, so here's my <laughs> thoughts. Um, we are all very aware that most remakes that uh, are crammed down our throats um are terrible and we wish that they didn't exist yes uh, <laughs> yes but i recently went and saw a remake that i thought was incredibly well done i have no idea how it did in the box office i have no idea how it was like received overall but i absolutely loved it and it was the ghostbusters remake oh um, with uh paul rudd was in it I, and not seen uh that. it was so it was such a tribute to real life things that happened uh around the movie um but it was an original it was original it was an original story told in that universe okay but it wasn't like just playing on old tropes which i feel like a lot of remakes that's where they really screw up hmm. and so i watched this movie and at the end like my kid loved it and you know he it was sort of a new vibe for him it very much played to sort of you know things that he was into it was very empowering for kids um but at the end of it, like you know, it kind of it kind of really got me, and I, I mean, I teared up. I mean, it was emotionally powerful. Wow! Uh, for people that had seen the original, because of the way they handled it, it didn't feel like I was baited into seeing this movie because you know it was it was it was a it was a real story. But then they brought back things that uh, I wanted to see, but in a very tasteful way for me. Huh. For me, like okay. I said, I, I, so what I'm hoping. <laughs> because I've read that this is this Christmas story remake is a tribute to one of the cast members that is no longer with the and all the original cast members are showing up that are still living, um, but there's one cast member that is not living anymore, and I've heard that this is a tribute to that person uh, and that okay, character. That's nice. And, that's pretty nice. So, so we'll see. We'll yeah. see what they do. I mean, you know, they could absolutely screw this up, but like, if I mean, they could do this in a way that I think would be incredibly compelling. And so we'll see. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it's well, we will see. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what kind of things translate. Obviously, you know, the Red Rider BB guns not exactly going to carry over <laughs> the, uh, you know, the the whole fragile joke, the the leg lamp. I mean, who didn't want the leg lamp in their house? Uh, there's so many good things from that movie. And that's just why I just feel like, man, I'm a little worried about it because some stories are so good. Why do we need to retell them? Right. That's kind of the way yeah. I feel about it. Uh, it and that's, and that's, that's why I wanted to get into what we're going to talk about today is it's, it's, it's how we use storytelling in our world because we do it all the time, whether we think about it or not. And that's, I think that's the reason we need to talk about it is because sometimes we probably don't even think about it, but we are constantly telling stories in our business. And honestly, storytelling, I think you would shout it from a rooftop where anybody that would listen, storytelling has made you a lot of money, my friend. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's the thing is um, anybody out there that's trying to build a brand, that's trying to build a business. Um, storytelling is something to have at least a uh, core understanding of how it works. You don't have to be somebody that's dedicated their life to it. It's raising my hand here. <laughs> um but it just having a very basic understanding of how to tell a story and 
really, you know, I, I think that what this podcast is all about, if we really get into the serial progress seeker mindset of obviously it's, you know, living life from a backpack, but it's how do you get the most out of uh, a little investment? You know, how do you like not have to know all the rules, all, you know, how do you not have to be an expert in something, but still pull a lot of, you know, good stuff out of, um, you know, the secret. So I, I think that that's what uh, we're going to do today. We're going to tell kind of how you can tell good stories, why it's super important for your business. I'll give you all, I'll give everybody listening a formula for this. So you don't have to become any sort of expert, but you can, in you can integrate this into anything that you're doing from social media to your website, to, you know, sending out email campaigns, whatever you're doing. This formula will make you a lot of money if you start using it right away. So let's dive in. Let's do it. All right, man. I've been thinking about this topic a lot recently. And I had, as I was thinking about it, I had this very vivid memory that came across my mind. And and I don't I don't think you and I have actually talked about this much. So I'm excited to talk about this. And if we have, it's it, it's been quite a while. I can tell you that because I was reminded of this TV show from my, you know, I, we'll call it my formative teenage years that used to come on. And it was called VH1 Storytellers. Do you Ooh, remember that? Yes. You used I to watch that? I absolutely do. Okay. Oh, 100%. Okay. I thought you did. And I wasn't exactly sure because I know that, you know, obviously we, we kind of came from the MTV Unplugged vibe too, but I didn't know how many of us actually transitioned into that VH1 Storytellers deal. But it used to be one of my absolute favorite shows. And, and for anyone that doesn't doesn't know or remember, VH1 actually came out with a show that was pretty similar to that vibe of the MTV Unplugged. But the artists would come on this show and actually tell the stories behind the songs that they had written. And and usually it was it was it made for some really good television. There were some really good moments that came out of that show. And I can remember some some really awesome performances, even some DVDs that I bought from some of my favorite artists that were on there. But it was just always so cool to hear them talk about the inspirations behind the songs that I loved, right? And that was and that was really, really cool. So I, I, I thought about that. And essentially, that's the vibe that I'd kind of like for us to go for here today, too, because you, my friend, are an absolute master storyteller. And whether whether it's in your email campaigns or your social media or your websites that you create or even this podcast, telling your story and telling the stories of your businesses that you work with is a huge part of everything that you do. So there's a chance that someone may be listening to this right now and, and they don't actually know your story. So let's start there. What's the story that led you to where you are today professionally? Well, I think one of the, the, the first things is, is, you know, I, I grew up, um, my mom was a teacher. My dad was a radio guy. He was a sales guy. And, uh, so that's, that's how I kind of got, uh, that was, that was my formative stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, I went to school because my parents very much pushed me to do neither of those things. Um, uh, and I ended up doing both of them. Um, but they pushed me to, you know, get into the healthcare field because they felt like that was a great place to sort of position myself. Um, mm -hmm. and we had a great chiropractor in my town. And so as I was going down the, uh, healthcare path, um, I didn't want to do, you know, work in a hospital. I wanted to work, um, on, you know, sort of on my own. And so I started looking at, you know, what, what's ways that I could have my own clinic. I had a great chiropractor in my town. That's the path that I went down. So I opened up a chiropractic business. Um, first week that I was open, um, you know, I was already, I was geared up. I had gone to all this school. I had, I had worked under another chiropractor a while. First week I was open, my accountant showed up. That was it. <laughs> that, you know, that was the ball game. Um, <laughs> and I had one patient that first week 
And very, very quickly, I realized that, um, okay, we're going to have to do something to put ourselves in a position to where we drive business for ourselves because they're not just going to show up. Hmm. And so what I did is, you know, when you're not busy in your business, uh, you have a lot of time to pick stuff up. And so what I started doing is I realized I was either going to figure this out and, and figure out how to drive people to my business or I was going to close down. You know, that's it. I had already gone through all this stuff. I thought I was ready. And then, like I said, one person shows up and thank goodness for that accountant. Right. Um, <laughs> but so what I did was, is I had a lot of free time in the office. And so I started researching ways to drive business and literally every free moment that I had, uh, this is in, in, you know, in the story structure, uh, this is when we do the montage. Uh, <laughs> this is when you would see me studying. And I mean, I became obsessed with learning everything that I could about marketing a small business to a community and getting people to come through the front door. And um, so I'm talking nuts that I went. The first month um, you know, was a lot of me studying, a lot of me implementing things. Some things worked, some things didn't, but I started to see things that did work. And within about three months uh, to six months, I had a practice, a chiropractic practice that was just as busy as people that had been, you know, there being a chiropractor for 10 years, my competitors. Right. And so what happened really quickly was, you know, was I a good chiropractor? I think so. Yeah. Was I as experienced as everybody else that was out there? Absolutely not. But what I had in my back pocket was this immense amount of knowledge that I had dedicated myself to picking up over a small period of time that was digital marketing. And so really quickly, I had the number one ranked website for, you know, city named chiropractor in that city. Um, I had a Facebook presence that nobody could touch. And I had people that were dying to know who the heck this person was that came out of nowhere. And um, that translated into a lot of business. And so I had a business that was very, very good. Very, very quickly after that, I had people that started to hit me up not only for chiropractic advice and you know healthcare advice, but they started to hit me up for digital marketing advice and what had I had actually done that caused this avalanche of business to come through my door and this business to come out of nowhere. And so I started up a business that taught that and pretty quickly that exploded because people were like, well, this is not only digital marketing, you know, that this is somebody that's actually doing it. Right. You know, that we can see the results of what they're doing. And so my business started to take off that way. And, you know, I had this giant foe that was up against me, which was nobody coming through the door. And I'll be honest with you, as much school as I had gone to, I was nowhere near equipped to handle that problem. Hmm. Um, and I had to really bear down and figure it out the first month. And so um, the fun part about what I just did when telling that story is I followed a structure. There was an absolutely a structure that was going on in my head as I was telling that very real story of what happened to me. And if you found yourself leaning in and, and wanting to know what happened next, it was because there was a structure to that. And what I learned actually during that those first few months was the structure that I actually just used. Now, hmm. any business owner out there um, has this story. They have the story behind why they started the business. They have the story that fits into this. And that's the cool part about telling stories. When you get into understanding this, a lot of marketing a business in a small community or a large community has has to do with can you get people behind you? Whether you're an online business that serves the entire world, can you get people behind what you're doing? Not only are they buying a product that they think is cool, but they're buying a story. Right. And that's the thing that I think that if we really dive into today, and I, I know that's where we're going, and I'll, I'll go through the structure of what I just did too. 
But if you really get into this, that people want to tell stories behind everything that they purchase. They want they want a story behind everything that they've got because you know the products that we wear, the products that we use shouldn't just be things that we use that get a job done. They should be things that have a story behind them too because we're conversational-based beings. And so that's the thing. What I want to do today, uh, hopefully in this conversation, is explain and, and get across the importance of what we do, how to captivate people on anything that you happen to be selling, but also how to do it and um, what you can do very, very quickly if you start utilizing those things. And so hopefully uh, with telling that story, you get an example of where this is going. Uh, but that's how it started for me. It was really panic <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and being behind something that I didn't know how to fix and bearing down and fixing it and picking up some skills. Um, and that's the thing. Uh, getting those skills down, I'm going to pass those skills on to everybody listening today. And hopefully you can use those skills in the same way. Yeah, the very first thing you said is what rang so hard for me. Everybody out there, every person, every business has a story to tell. And, and it's it's about being able to kind of capitalize and take advantage of those. But so and and you've that's something you've done very well throughout your entire career. So throughout the years, how important is telling a good story and how, how important has that been to your actual businesses? And and have you seen some specific advantages that telling a good story has has given you over the years? Yeah, you know, I think that there's there's a lot of competition out there no matter where you go. Oh, period. Um, there's always people that are doing something that are going to compete with you. And um, listen, sometimes you have the benefit of being the best product, the earliest product. Sometimes you don't. How do you overcome that? You overcome it by putting a story behind something. People want to be associated with brands that they can see themselves in that story. They can see themselves in that that struggle. And so, you know, from a perspective of how we tell these stories and, and you know, how we get across the importance of what we're doing versus all these other choices that are out in the market, we follow a structure. and that structure is not incredibly hard to do. And as a matter of fact, you see this structure almost everywhere you look if you're paying attention. Um, every TV show that you watch, almost every movie that you watch follows this exact structure, even if you don't know what's going on. And uh, for thousands of years, this structure of storytelling has been something that has captivated people. Um, you know, early us and us now survive through storytelling. Before there was things written down, it was all about storytelling. So we have this piece in our brain that is wired to listen to somebody that says, hey, let me tell you a story about this. And we're wired in our brain to be more attached to people that tell stories. And so if you tell stories and you get good at telling stories, people will be more likely to, to listen to everything that you say. And the cool part about that is, is you can translate it into sales too. So structure, you want to talk structure? You yeah, absolutely. That's, that? that's exactly where I wanted to go because I'd love to know how you kind of go about formatting and adjusting the stories, you know, across sure. different mediums. And then whatever whatever kind of tips and tricks that you have that people can kind of latch onto, I think is really helpful. Sure. Um, for anybody that wants to nerd out, I'm going to give you guys somebody that you should go follow. Um, there is a particular um, writer uh, slash producer that uh, I'm a huge fan of. He was the person that put together the show community. Um, he is also now he has moved on to another project. Who has lots of projects, but one of those projects is is Rick and Morty, the cartoon. Um, and yes, you, you, you those are very com comedic based things that fit into a certain uh, niche that may not be your niche. But what this person is is a master storyteller. And so uh, this particular individual is named Dan Harmon, and uh, 
Dan Harmon, there's there's actually something that you can go search. It's called Dan Harmon Story Circle. And you can sort of follow the way that he tells stories, which is very interesting and captivating. Um, but I would say that's that's an advanced version of storytelling. Yeah, I really like to focus on what is the easiest thing that anybody out there right now listening can do to get started. And what we focus on is something called the hero's journey. This is a story structure that's been used for thousands and thousands of years um, that um, anybody can use. And it works kind of like this. If you're wanting to write a story – uh, to compel people to listen, to compel people to do something, uh, you tell a story using the hero's journey. And I'm going to give you the steps, you know, the the rough steps here to start, and then we'll get into the core. The first is that you have your main character, and they're living this life. There's no conflict. You know, they, you know, you kind of get introduced to who the character is, what they're about, what their values are, things like that. Uh, from there, you have a conflict arise. Okay, so there's some sort of conflict that comes up, and they've got to go up against this conflict. Now, here's the really interesting part of this hero's journey. The first time the hero goes up against uh, this conflict, our main character, they are not, even though they have all this stuff at their back, this experience, these things that make them special, they are not equipped to actually solve the problem. They are not equipped to slay the dragon. And that's a key part of it is we need to see that our hero has weakness. We need to see that our hero is not the person that can just immediately knock this stuff down. Now, the reason this is incredibly important for us is because we as humans cannot see ourselves as well in a Superman character yeah. um, that can take on anything. We can see ourselves in like a Batman character or a Spider-Man character a lot better because while these people are special, these superheroes are special, um, they still have a lot of weaknesses. They still could die. you know. And that's that's the core thing with Superman that why kryptonite exists because like without the ability to die, we have nothing invested in the story. So with our hero, we get into sort of this next piece of the puzzle, which is they go up against the villain. They go up against the big problem, and they fail. There is mm. failure. They can't get over it. And so they walk away wounded and not dead but wounded, and they have to figure out how to sort of get on top of this. Now, this is where you sort of get into the next piece of this puzzle, which is the hero doing everything that they can to prepare themselves for the next fight, which is going to be our final battle. So this is sort of, as I was saying, this is your movie montage moment in the 80s where you would see <laughs> the hero doing everything they can to prepare for, for this, this moment. Finally, we get into sort of this final battle. And this time, uh, while it's still a hard battle, the hero is able to overcome the adversity that they could not overcome in, in the beginning. And then at the end, we sort of get into this uh, this place where um, everything is resolved, but uh, you you still want to follow sort of what the hero is going to do next. The quote unquote happily ever after. Um, but what is the lesson? What is the lesson behind what we learned and what came out uh, of this whole battle that they had? And, and so that's the structure. Um, you you saw me sort of go into that in my story earlier on, but but that's the key. If you get into this, it, it really starts off with a character that has some sort of special thing about them. And you get into sort of this thing where their conflict arises that they have to go up against that they're not prepared for. And they fail. They lose. So there is a failure point on their part. And then you sort of go into the moment where they have to like go in. They're wounded but not dead. They have to mentally prepare. They have to physically prepare to have this final battle. Then we have the final battle that they are now prepared for. Even though it's still hard, they do overcome and then finally, at the end of this whole journey, what is the lesson? What are the things that we can take out of this? 
That's the key. Now, every single business, every single business out there has this story. You may not think that you do, but every single business owner has this story. Every single person has one of these stories that's built into their life. The key is, is how do you sort of put this into a position to where you use it to sell something? And this is where things get real interesting. And we can get into that next, but th that's the start of it all. Yeah, that was really good. I got to tell you, as you're walking me through that, I'm seeing Rocky Four in my 100%. head. That's exactly what was going on, which I, you know, I kid a little bit, but not really because that's, I don't know why my head went directly there, but that's exactly the the structure you just laid out. He had adversity from the very beginning. He had to figure out how to overcome that adversary, adversity and then, and then move from there. So I, I think that overall story, it makes a, it makes a lot of sense of what you're talking about, but from a business standpoint, that's where I want to shift. And I'm glad you t you said that because I've noticed that you like to tell stories in just about every medium as you're going about, you're selling a product, you're selling a service, maybe a course, whatever it is. Talk about how telling stories is part of your actual sales process. Cause I think that's, what's really interesting. Well, nobody really cares about a product. Um, we care about, you know, the benefits to us and the problems that it will solve for us. But for us to get to that part, we have to understand that somebody has gone through a journey. Okay. It's easier for me to buy a product from someone that I can see myself as them and that they had my problem and they solved the problem. Um, I, I have a really tough time buying products from people and, and companies that seem detached or seem like they had it figured out from the very beginning. I want to say that there was somebody, there was a founder of a company that they saw something in their market or they saw something in their life that like, they just couldn't get over it. Maybe they were having trouble losing weight. Maybe they were having trouble finding a good slice of pizza in their town. And it was just like, Oh, this is not, you know, this is not good. Everything I'm trying is terrible. Whatever the problem that they had, it doesn't have to be anything that's life or death, but they saw a problem. Yeah. Because what most people do when they see a problem is they just sort of go on with their life. Uh, they just deal with it, and it, it is what it is. But a very select few actually do something about it. They stop complaining, and they actually do something about it. And so we can get behind that. You know, We can get behind that underdog mentality, and that's what gets us excited. The cool part is, is most of us that don't want to go through that same struggle that the other person went through – we will buy into the fact that this person solved the problem for us. We will buy into the fact that their hero's journey led them to doing all this research, led them to doing all the, this testing, and that they did it for us. When they're offering that product, they did that for us so that we get to skip all of that in between, and we can actually just buy their product that will help solve the problem for us. And so in terms of what you're actually doing is people want to see that you 100% identify with where they are right now. I can't find a good slice of pizza. Uh, I've got these headaches that I can't shake. I've got uh, a problem losing that last 10 pounds or the first 10 pounds. And that's the thing. We want to see that they were there. Because if they could understand where we are at this point in the cycle, where we are now, they used to be there, and they did all these things to get to here, then they are someone that can actually get us from point A to point B because they understand the struggle. They understand the journey that maybe we don't fully understand yet. And that's why we're not over here yet. And so when you're actually telling these stories, that's what you have to understand is people will see you back at the beginning and they will mm -hmm. say, that's where I am right now. 
that this story resonates with me because that's who I am right now. Now, this particular person is all the way over here. They did all of these things, and I can tell they did all these things because they're telling the story. They are saying – this person is saying exactly what I feel from how they felt when they were here. But then they mm-hmm. did all of this in between to get to here where they solved the problem, and it sounds like they've got it. And so you tell this story, this struggle that you went through to build this amazing slice of pizza, to lose those last 10 pounds. You tell those stories of what got you there, the struggle that was involved. Not, oh, we just got the solution, but the struggle that was involved to get to the solution. And people will buy into the fact that, hey, I need to take a look at this. And because this person has gone through the process that I don't really want to go through and they can save me some steps. And so they will spend your mo- their money with you if they see that you were once where they are, that you were like them, that you understand them, that they can get there. Not that, hey, I was somebody that was born with this gift that made it easy for me to do this, meaning I used to be there and now I'm here. People want to follow that path and people need to see a straight line. People need to see the line from where you are to where you are now. The hero's journey story that we tell walks them through that path. You could be selling socks. You can be selling t-shirts. You can be selling pizza. You can be selling weight loss. You can be selling you know, health care. But the idea is showing people that journey that you went through or somebody in your organization went through to get to where you want to go. That's the key. Now, here's what's really interesting about these stories. It doesn't just have to be you. It doesn't just have to be you. Hmm. You can tell a hero's journey story for people that used your service. And this is where testimonials and referrals start to come in is people will actually, without even knowing it sometimes, tell those stories. So the idea with when we get testimonials from people um, is we actually structure our questions for them to hit the points of the hero's journey as they're answering those questions. And so if you really look as to how we collect testimonials and the questions we ask, we're actually hitting points that make people tell us their hero's journey from where they were to where they are now. And that's how you sell major products. And so remember, when you're doing this story structure, when you're thinking about this hero's journey thing, it's not just about you. It's about the people you've helped too. And so you can use the same structure over and over. And by the way, the next time you're sitting in a movie, um, we, we cited Rocky Four, um, which is a great <laughs> flick, by the way. Um, I want you to think about this. Almost every movie that's in the theaters that we are continually entertained by new movies follows this exact structure. Mm-hmm. We will continually watch this structure and be interested in this structure of storytelling no matter the characters, no matter the situations that uh, they're in, as long as it follows this structure, you're always going to get people to buy in because we we can't help ourselves. We are internally wired to make decisions um, in this structure. And it, it's a powerful, powerful thing if you know how to wield it. Man, no doubt. And, and, and all the movies that we're watching, they're pulling from, you know, Shakespeare. Then Shakespeare pulled from, you know, stories before them. It's, it's literally, these are tales literally as old as time. And, and I think that's, that's a really good point to make. And, and it's, uh, and something you said there maybe, maybe want to ask you another question too, because, sure. because everything that you've said, I, I've, I see the stories that you're talking about telling. I see them on television. I see them. On social media, on my TikTok channel, I see, I hear, I listen to them on podcasts. You know, uh, all of these stories are being thrown at me as a as a consumer of of good storytelling and someone who wants to consume good storytelling. What is it about the stories that you're telling that stands out? Because it's it's very difficult, I think, in a world where you know we. Every day we advance further, we've got more and more information put right in front of us, right? So how do you create 
stories that really stick out to people? What's, what's, what's kind of your magic potion for that? Don't be afraid to be specific. Um, the number one mistake everybody makes is trying to speak to everybody. I want people to know that I was this kid from Arkansas um, that lived in a town that at the time had 6,000 people in it, that um, I went to this school and was in a big city all of a sudden, you know, that was overwhelming to me. You know, And this is the thing. Some people don't tell specific parts of their story because they don't want to alienate certain people. Alienate away. That's how you stand out because the more somebody can say that's my person or that's not my person, the more they are going to be drawn in by you versus somebody else. And that's the key is, you know, we talk about niching down. Well, what does that actually mean? All it means is when you're telling your story, you're extremely specific because when you're extremely specific, people are going to gravitate to you because they really can see you in them and vice versa. And so I think that's the key is like when you're really like, okay, well, how do I stand out? Because there are a lot of people that, you know, know how to do this. Now, the vast majority of the planet doesn't know how to do this. It's just this underlying trick that only a certain people, you know, certain people know how to do, but still like, how do you stand out amongst those people? You just get super specific, super specific behind what you are, where you're from, where you went, exactly how you figured it out. Be as specific as you possibly can in your story and people will buy in to your stuff or they won't. But the thing is, you want to pull the people that buy into your stuff closer because those are the kinds of people that aren't just going to buy one thing from you. They're going to keep buying from you because they absolutely do see you as someone that they can relate to. And so that's the key. If you want to stand out, it's all about making sure that you get really specific so that you niche down without even having to think to niche down into an audience. So hopefully that makes sense. No, it makes it makes a ton of sense. And I, and I think something that you and I, I know both experience and have experienced on, on multiple occasions when we've interacted with, you know, either clients or, or fellow business owners or entrepreneurs or whoever it may be, there's a lot of, I'll call it reluctancy, um, and and, and to get a, a business's story out there or a person's story or an entrepreneur's story because of a million different factors. It could be just like what you said, I'm scared to alienate anyone. It could be, you know, I'm scared to tell this part of my backstory, whatever it may be. So what do you say when, when you're confronted with that, when you've got a business owner or entrepreneur that you're working with that, that you are trying to encourage them to get their story out there in some form or fashion, how do you tell them how important it is? How do you, how do you kind of make them and, you know, shake their shoulders and go, this is, this is important for your business. Uh, well, you know, if there's a real simple saying, the enemy of great is good enough. Um, and, uh, and there's so many times in our life where good enough is good enough. And like that it's, it's all you have to do. Uh, but there's so many generic businesses out there that, you know, they're just making their bills. They're making, you know, a salary and that's fine. If that's all you want, that's great. We turn ourselves into a business that is a monster by telling stories. If you want to see the difference, I mean, really look around today after you've listened to this podcast, really start looking around at the brands and the businesses, whether they're huge or the, whether they're like the biggest thing in your local market, look at what they're doing. And, and most of the time, you're going to find that they've created a compelling story. A lot of people are just doing business with them because they back the concept. They back the person. They don't know why they back the person. They don't know why they back that business, but they back the business. Like they'll go there because they're loyal to that business. And most of the time, it's just because they buy into that story and that story resonates with them in their chest so much mm -hmm. that they're like, that is, you know, I'm not doing business anywhere because that's, that's who I'm behind. They have the same belief system as I do. Well, 
how do they know that they have the same belief system as they do? Like, listen, there's so many people that do business with me that think they have the same belief system as me uh, because they believe in one little part of me. Like, politically, we don't line up. Uh, religiously, <laughs> we don't line up. But there's something about my story that they're like, that's me. That's me. This person understands me better than anybody else out there. And that's 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 the thing. So with all the businesses that, you know, you're working with, that's a lot of that. That's the separator. It's not even what is the best product half the time. It's just that is the separators. Do you like this business? And a lot of it is that you see yourself as somebody that um, that is you in that business to an extent. So that's a piece of you in that place. And it's because you bought into the story. So the thing is, is like, if you want to be generic, if you want to be uh, the kind of business that's just kind of there, um, that works. But if you really want to stand out, it's not a whole heck of a lot of work. Just get your story out there. And that's the thing. You can choose. You absolutely can choose. You're in charge of your own destiny. But the businesses that tell their stories, by far and away, if you look at it, go way up. And it doesn't matter what kind of business that it is. When a business has a story attached to it, those are the businesses that climb higher, faster, because they have more people that don't just think, well, it's an option. It's, it's good enough. You know, you have, you have you can build a business doing that. But the businesses that really excel are the people that, yes, they provide a service to me. That's great. Um, I, I want to do business with them because of the service. But they really believe in what you're doing and the uh, sort of the vibe and the theory and the behind the scenes of why you do what you do. And that all comes from your story. Well, and man, the reason we can tell it is because we live it, right? I yeah. mean, we we are on on top of being business owners and entrepreneurs. We're also consumers and we're people who go and spend our hard-earned money with people who have told us a good story along the way too. So I think there's just a lot to be said from that. We So much of our lives, you know, our specific lives revolve around stories being told, whether it's, like I said, the movies we watch, TV we watch, music we listen to books we're reading, the art we consume, you know, even, right. even those money, those businesses that we're spending money with amazing stories are all around us. And the sooner that we can all, and I'm talking to everyone that's within earshot that we can all identify with what our story is and the stories that attract us and begin to share those with people. Uh, I think the more success is just waiting on everyone. And that's, that's kind of, that's, that's, that kind of speaks to the mentality of being a serial progress seeker, right? Yeah, you know, 100%. And I think that uh, at the end of the day, um, if you want to build the kind of business that you can run from anywhere uh, that that people will buy into and they won't want to buy your products um, and you don't have to, you don't have to be locked to a location or even if you are locked to a location, the kind of kind of place that people want to just go out of their way to do business with, it is it is create a story that people can identify with, um, that they see themselves in your business. If you want to create a really, really powerful business, People have to feel ownership of your business, and a great way to do that is to tell a story that they feel like that's my story that they're telling, even though they're telling their own story. And all you have to do is tell your own story, and you will find those people, and they will get behind you. And there's immense power in that. 